You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces, their perfectly pampered pets, and who's walking who in Rintin, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Hey, grab your coat and your dog. We're going to take a road trip with the rock star of the pet world. His band includes a very talented pet journalist and a tail wagon, sniffing for treats, flat-coated retriever. This terrific trio is aboard a 45-foot tour bus embarking, yes, the emphasis is on the word bark, embarking on a 30-city tour to meet, greet, and bring out the best in pets and their people. Please give pause and applause to my friend and top dog in the pet world, Dr. Marty Becker, America's veterinarian. Let's give a shout out, Marty. Hey, friends. How you doing? All right. And he's going to be joined on this tour by uh, Gina Spadafori, whom I regard as the most powerful pet journalist on the planet, and her trusted black-coated retriever named Mackenzie. I'm so glad, Marty, that you're on the show and you've got a good team on that bus. Are you sure that dog is not just a, a golden retriever that's gone through a paint booth? Uh, you know, I don't know. I have to check it out. I just know that Mackenzie likes to roll in cattle poop when not on the tour bus, so I'm hoping that Mackenzie's all been nice and spritzed and shampooed, so otherwise it's going to be a real long bus tour for you, Marty. Well, she, you know, she's a rare breed. There's only 500 flat-coated retrievers born in the United States every year, and, and people I think it's a, oh, what kind of a canine cocktail is that? Is that a lab... <laughs> You know, shepherd cross. It looked like an Irish setter kind of of this black, or not the golden retriever that looks black, or it's a lab. People cannot figure out that that is actually a distinct breed, a flat-coated retriever, and just in itself, it's a sweet dog that uh, loves to give canine tonsil swabs and and good old roots to get some extra petting, and that's like a rock star. That's right. Well, there may be a little bit of a identity crisis when it comes to McKinsey for now, but not when the tour is ended. But there is no identity crisis when it comes to knowing who the heck Dr. Marty Becker is. He is America's veterinarian. You've seen him on ABC's Good Morning America. He's on the Dr. Oz Show. He has penned many, many great books. And the tour he, Gina, and McKinsey are on are for their new book called Your Dog, The Owner's Manual. We're going to learn more about this crazy tour from all over America right after we pay for the show by taking this commercial break. So everybody, sit, stay. We'll be back with the famous Dr. Marty Becker right after this. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. Behave will be right back. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. 
If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the All Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Dr. Marty Becker, America's veterinarian, is in the house. Pause up, Marty. House in the house. house. <laughs> I love dogs. Canine, so we can do our own kind of canine vocals, right? <laughs> This is like and Canine Idol. We'll have a little, little howling. Ow! Ow! Get these dogs a howling all over America. That's right. That's right. We're gonna, well, I think you would win Canine Idol. I thought no problem with that. But this tour that you, Gina and Mackenzie, are taking, I think it's kind of a bus tour of the 21st century high technology kind. I mean, I'm looking at this. Okay, you guys got to fill up the bus and go from city to city to city to city between now and June 7th. But, everybody, you can just go to drmartybecker.com. That's drmartybecker.com. And you can take the tour with them simultaneously. My gosh. I mean, you've got YouTube, Livestream, Flickr, Twitter, Facebook. Oh, my gosh. You, you guys are so high tech. Pause and applause for that. I tell you one thing. It was funny to have a, have a dream to go out across the country and, and talk about healthy pets visit vets. That's the main focal point. That's what the banner that runs the whole length on most of the 45-foot bus. And, of course, we have a new book out that uh, is part of this. But it's funny, this, this tour bus just got off of, uh, there was Lady Gaga's tour, and it was part of Kid Rock's tour. And my wife called it, if it was Kid Rock, she calls me Grandpa Marshmallow. So you can figure <laughs> out, uh, I thought it was a pretty good jab there. I like that one. Yeah. But it's amazing the, the complexity of doing a tour like this. I, I had no idea how how the graphics get on the bus about the different permits that have to be obtained, and it's going to be a whirlwind. I mean, 45 days, 30 major markets in the United States going counterclockwise around the U.S. and and then we're uh, you know we're having doing media in the morning and. Yeah, doing a special event for veterinarians uh, in the middle of the day and then going to a, a meet and greet with people and their pets, which is going to be really fun to meet fans that, that might have seen me on television or read something in Parade or one of your, one of your books uh, or want the new book or have, you know, if they're uh, old gray-haired, uh, got snow on the rooftop like me, they know that I'm the, the <laughs> veterinary correspondent or the veterinary expert for AARP now, so... Doesn't that make you an ageless wonder then? I hope so. My daughter is, is the pet expert for scholastics, so I guess the Becker's got a book in from you know cradle to grave or birth to earth. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know, it's really funny. I was just at my mother's 87th birthday party, and she has this tremendous... I asked her what I could get her for her birthday, and she goes, oh, you already got me something. I said, I know, but we want to do something else. And and I said, uh, you know, do you want a gift certificate or a gift card to a place? No, I already still have the one you gave me last time. And she goes, you know what I'd, I'd love for you to do is to make a donation to the local shelter in my name. And I, I really got a love of animals from my mom and dad growing up in rural southern Idaho where the, the dairy cows had names and you had to treat the chickens with respect. And 
we we were there when the the first dog made that migration from the barnyard to the backyard to the back door to the bedroom and around the around the country in that same time. Uh, if you didn't amazing? live in a rural area, at least went from the, that little doghouse in the backyard to the back door to the bedroom or across the nation from outside to inside to underneath the covers. And I've been really, really blessed to be part of that, that journey my whole life. And now I'm out here celebrating that special relationship people have with their pets and giving them tips on how to keep their pets healthier. And if not that, just, uh, just to let them show me how much they love their pets when I meet them at these different events. Well, I do have to confess, I've known you, Marty, probably more, well, probably about 12 years. I was trying to date back, you know, and I remember the day you walked around a veterinary conference. You were a talented veterinarian, but you were getting into your career and and spreading the word, if you will. You're very good at communicating to people in different ways how to bring out the best in themselves and their pets. And you carried this baseball bat and you were asking people to sign it because you were trying to promote the human-animal bond. And I thought right then, this man is creative. You don't just do things the conventional way. You know, you don't have any borders, and I and I like that. You're, there's no leash on you, Marty, and that's a good thing because you're not like a beagle. You just don't run and take off. You know, you really do have a mission, and you try to accomplish it. So I feel honored that you're a guest on our show, but I've seen the real change that you have played a role in in making this a better place for people and their pets. Well, you know, growing up with the childhood I described, uh, where you know where there was a real reverence for all animals, and then our pets. Oh my gosh! You know they. We were you know we were among the first people to have human names for them. You know and across mm-hmm. the country, kind of went from you know, Rover and Shep and Whiskey to you know yeah. to, to human names. And then the other thing that was really a blessing for me, I went to veterinary school wanting to be a mixed animal practitioner. I mean, I I looked like the oh. ark unloaded on our family farm and ranch in southern <laughs> Idaho. We had we had everything, and. And I went to the veterinary school. I wanted to be a mixed animal practitioner. And then Dean Leo Bustad, who a lot of people know is one of the co-founders of the Delta Society. He's been called America's James Harriet. He gave this incredible talk the first day of veterinary school as the dean. And I went from the back of the room where I was sitting back there at the start with my arms folded, you know, teach me, train me. I've arrived. Uh, he asked at the end for volunteers for the People Pet Partnership that matched elderly people with homeless pets. And then I went to the front of the room. And in the first hour of the first day of veterinary school became a companion animal practitioner and wow. he really taught me about the bond and he also taught me about the human animal health connection. So it's almost unfair that I had somebody like that to to be a real mentor and, and you know, kind of an undercover angel to reveal that to me and it, it changed my, my whole life and career. But you listen too. You listen to your heart and you listen to his message and it it harmonized with you. It's really funny, uh, R.K. Anderson, who we both know, and Leo Bustad, I didn't know till years later that they had, had gotten together one time and said, you know, that I was the one that could communicate this. And they had, I was at a meeting one time, and R.K. Anderson, another co-founder of the Delta Society, and those of you that, that use Gentle Leader or the Gentle Leader Easy Walk Harness, that's his creation. And they'd said, you know, you're the one that's going to communicate this. And he he hunted me down at a meeting. And I kept going at, you know, how veterinary meetings are. You know some of the same people are when you go to the booths. And they're like, R.K. Anderson's looking for you. R.K. Anderson. I'm what? (laughs) R.K. Anderson, you know? Why does he want me this bad? You know, I won't think of something. Oh, my gosh. And he he got me aside and got very close within my personal space and looked at me. And he said, you are the one to communicate this. And it was already something that was in my heart and head. But I, 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 I don't think until that time knew the 
the importance of that uh, to communicate it to the masses and and really uh, I think more than education it's just celebration I think there was right. a time when people felt guilty about you know that they, they'd say you know I love these uh, I love this pet as much as I love my kids and I might love this pet more than I love my my partner <laughs> uh, and, but it's like oh gosh I can't tell that to anybody that seems weird you know and and honestly, I remember getting out of veterinary school in 1980, and there was a lady named Mrs. Thomas, and she had a little teacup poodle that had a sailor outfit. His name was Sparky. And we'd see her coming in there with this little patent leather sailor outfit, and, and we'd roll our eyes like, oh, my gosh, here's Mrs. <laughs> Thomas with Sparky. Oh, my gosh, you're so over the top, you know. And, and we kind of roll our eyes, but then, you know, happy to see her smile. And now look at it. I mean, you see these right. pets coming in that are decked out, and it's like, oh, wow, look at them. <laughs> so it's become okay in this giant tribe to celebrate that special affection connection and, and understand that pets just don't make us feel good, but are actually good for us. And, you know, it's, it's, like the, it's like the best deal mankind ever made. You know, we give them the time we can share and the love we can spare, and they give us their absolute all. Oh, my gosh. Definitely. And I'm just thinking, you know, Sparky was kind of a fashion uh, doggy trendsetter himself, right? I actually went back to her later and told her, I said, you know, you, you don't realize what used to happen when you came in. And, and I said, this, this, you talk about somebody that was the point of the spear. I mean, Sparky to come in with a patent leather thing on and nails painted and, and, and foo-foo spray on and everything. I said, this dog was absolutely a fashion pioneer in Twin Falls, Idaho, where I started to practice. And, oh, she just loved this dog. You know, and she, she had two-legged kids, too, but it was definitely a four-legged kid. And she wasn't afraid to, to be visible and vocal with her, her affection for that pet. And, and now I, I have to tell you, my wife, Teresa, we've been married 33 years and she was anesthetized uh, a few years ago to have a growth removed. And when she was under the pre-anesthetic and was just about ready to, you know, become unconscious, uh, right. the nurse told me she looked over her right shoulder, she looked over her left shoulder. I guess she was going to see if I was behind her listening. And she leaned into her and she said, don't tell anybody, but I love my dog more than I love my family. <laughs> and she, oh, and my she, gosh. <laughs> true story. And she passes out. So as soon as, you know, she's off to surgery, the nurse came out and told me and, when she was waking up in recovery, I said, I heard what you said. She goes, oh, I didn't say that. And the nurse is there. Yeah, you did. And so we've had more fun teasing her about her subconscious thoughts, about she loves her dog more than she loves her family. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're speaking with Dr. Marty Becker. It is the Big Bus Tour. The theme of it is Healthy Pets Visit Vets. And also, you've got to get your paws on the new book he and Gina Spedafori have authored. It's called Your Dog, the Owner's Manual. And Marty, let's go with this theme, Healthy Pets Visit Vets. I love how you say it's a celebration, but we need to keep them healthy inside now, mentally, physically, emotionally. So this is quite an endeavor you guys are taking on. I feel like one of the Blues Brothers. I don't know if I'm Elwood or whichever, but we're on a mission <laughs> from God. I mean, I oh, feel so... Right. A mission Passionate. from dog. <laughs> hey, there you go. A mission. Hey, you, can I steal that? Yes, it's all yours. Oh, You're I love a, that. We're on dog. a mission from dog. Oh, I love there it. There you go. Oh, I love that. Well, I, I'm not just a veterinarian on TV. You know, I'm a practicing veterinarian. I've, I've been involved with this for, well, since uh, 1980, so 31 years I've been a practicing veterinarian. One of the things I, I worry about, 
you know, this is the new normal. I, I myself buy my prescriptions for, you know, my heart medication and cholesterol in twice as large a size and cut it in half. And I used mm-hmm. to be a lead foot. Now I've got a helium foot, you know, when I drive. <laughs> I mean, we're all really watching how we spend money. And the areas I, I'm really concerned about is people that are foregoing preventive care. And, mm-hmm. and increasingly, people are going to the Internet for a diagnosis often wrong and then for a treatment plan again often wrong and it really puts their pet's health at risk and I can give you five examples within the last year of somebody that thought their pet was vomiting and it was dietary indiscretion you know they just snacked a little too much on kitty roke out of the cat box or they raided a garbage can or got into something that didn't agree with them and the internet tells them just to take them off food and water you give them a little Pepto-Bismol uh, you know, and then start them back on some boiled hamburger and rice. And, and the, the honest answer is, in 80% of the cases, that's going to work. But it's the 20% that put your pet at risk. And somebody gave their dog low modal, and uh, right. it was a shepherd that had uh, the multi-drug sensitivity. Right. So it was one of the herding dogs that had the multi-drug sensitivity, of the collie cross. And you know what? That dog died. They gave it that pill and it just as well have, have uh, put a 22 uh, caliber pistol upside of their head because they can't handle that drug and, and uh, rest the dog in unconscious and would have no idea that that uh, low modal would kill, a, would kill their dog. Another one came in uh, after five days. The dog had swallowed pieces of carpet and had a perforated intestine and had a septic abdomen. The abdomen was full of pus. And despite heroic efforts, the dog was in septic shock and didn't make it. Another time, a dog had got into rhododendron, you know, but that's why it was vomiting. But they, it can be pancreatitis, which is extremely painful and can cause blindness. It can be bloat. It can be an intestinal obstruction. It can be a poison or a rhododendron. It can be an infection. Uh, it could be parvovirus. All sorts of things. And and so you you're really putting your pet's health at risk by not counting on your veterinarian. And then don't ever forego preventive care. That's where you actually save money by having really robust parasite control programs, giving whatever vaccinations as needed, and that's on an individual basis in individual communities. And one of the biggest tips we have in the healing or the healing car pets in in uh, Your Dog, the Owner's Manual, that is a, a big game changer and one that's going to save you money and help the, the pet be healthier is to start bathing your pet once a week. And I grew up on the farm, and we never, ever, I mean, the dog bathed by jumping in the canal, you know, the ir- <laughs> we used for irrigation. And so did I used the to family tell- back then, didn't they? <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. We'd tell people, don't, don't bathe your dog. It dries your skin out and stuff like that. Well, it's changed. There's so many things have changed. And now the veterinary dermatologists recommend weekly baths for pets, and what that does, it flushes the human allergy triggers off the pets, so it helps people have allergies. But more importantly, these dogs are essentially four-legged Swiffers or dust mops, and yeah. they get pollen and spores and dust and dust mites and human dander, and it's absorbed through the skin and causes allergies. And whereas people sneeze, sniffle, red runny eyes, red runny nose, they lick, they chew, they face rub, they scratch, it's now estimated that 80% of ear problems are related to environmental allergies. It used to be called atopy, and most of the anal gland problems are related to environmental allergies. So by, by bathing them once a week using a shampoo that's recommended by your veterinarian, and it can be something by the grocery store or the pet store or from the veterinarian, just ask them which one to use, right. you're going to cut down your skin problems by about half. Wow, and you know what? You're going to have a dog you can hug and cuddle even more because they don't have that doggy smell, but you're doing something very 
healthy for their pets. We're speaking with Dr. Marty Becker. He, Gina Spadafori, and her cool dog, Mackenzie, are on a major bus tour all over the country. You can go to drmartybecker.com. That's drmartybecker.com. Or go over to thepetconnection.com where they'll be posting blogs. And just enjoy, live, be part of this tour because we're going to bring out the best in people and pets. And we have Dr. Marty Becker, Gina, and Mackenzie to thank for that. But we're going to take a commercial break and we'll be right back. So everybody, sit, stay. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with Super Smiley, and we're listening to Arden on Oh Behave. Oh, my God. You are like the best radio host on the planet. Whoop, 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 whoop. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I have my good friend and multi-talented veterinarian, Dr. Marty Becker, here as our guest. He is America's veterinarian. He's earned that title. He's been practicing veterinary medicine for more than three decades, and he has many, many books you see him on television. He's on the Dr. Oz Show on uh, ABC's Good Morning America. Go over to thepetconnection.com. It is, I call it, the New York Times of pet news because it is very good. They break things. They know what's going on. They know the trends. They give you good information. And now they're on a bus tour, and it is high tech. You can follow them on Flickr, Twitter, YouTube, Livestream, E-I-E-I-O. There's videos on that site, really helpful tips. And their book, oh, my gosh, I have been reading this book, Pawn Through the Pages, Your Dog, The Owner's Manual, and Dr. Marty Becker and Gina Spadafore are telling you what you need to do to bring out the best in your dogs, the 21st century dogs. So they go with new information that has been backed by veterinary medical science. It's a great book. Marty, I think this is the best book you guys have written. Well, you know, we've worked on books together, Arden. We've each written uh, enough books to cause a, a bookshelf to shag <laughs> between <laughs> us, you know. A, a bookshelf to shag. Somehow that didn't come out quite right. You know, it's such a, a labor to do a book. I, you know, I, I heard one time that 87% of people in the United States in a survey felt like they had a book inside of them that they wanted mm-hmm. to write. And it is hard. I mean, it is hard to write it, hard to get a publisher, hard to get them done. And, and this book, uh, we worked over a year on the book on writing it. And then, you know, the book is done a year before it actually comes out. So it's about a, right. a total of a two-year process before people start seeing it on, on TV and on the bus tour. 
But this is definitely, I can say, is the best book I've ever been part of. And, and because of a new design, the information is really easy to find in there. And, and I think that kind of captures the way people like like nuggets, you know. Give me right. something I can just pick up and, and read a page or two and get something that I can put into action to save time, save money, help my relationship with my pet. And a couple of the things that, that stand out in this book was we were doing some videos of, in support of the book and we were showing people how to stop a dog from shaking dry in a bath. And oh, so that's my in, favorite one. Yes, yes, I'm glad you bring that up. We're in a vet clinic. We're filming. And here's a veterinarian that's been a veterinarian for 25 years. And all of a sudden, as the dog starts to shake dry, I just reach over and grab it like I'm grabbing a, a, an egg sideways. Not even end to end, an egg sideways. That light of touch. And the mm-hmm. dog instantly stops shaking. And he goes, wow, I can't believe that. I didn't know you could do that. And... Meanwhile, there's a technician there who's been a 20-year veteran technician. That is a miracle. Why didn't I know that before? <laughs> and, and, and mind you, we're rolling tape, so you know, that, right. that particular segment didn't work, but their exclamation points, their dual exclamation points, actually made, made it quite of a, a funny highlight reel of that. But if you have a dog that is starting to shake dry, you just simply grab them on the end of the nose with, with two fingers, you know, a pointer finger, your little index finger, your pointer finger on top of their nose and your thumb underneath the bottom of the nose, just a very light touch and they, underneath their jaw, they cannot shake dry, period. It's like an on-off switch. And if you were to let go of it, just that little touch will start to shake dry again. You can just gently with two fingers just touch the either end of their muzzle there and they'll not shake dry. See, there you go, folks. That's just one of the many tips in this book. It's called Your Dog, the Owner's Manual. It has already been given kudos from Betty White, Temple Grandin, I mean, Joy Behar. you got Jack Hanna. I mean, everybody's going gaga. You were talking about Lady Gaga earlier, but I think people are going gaga for Dr. Marty Becker and Gina Spadafora. You guys really make quite a good team. Well, yeah, you know, what a blessing. You know, when you say we've known each other 12 years, I think I've known Gina most of, uh, most of two decades. And there's kind of a small fraternity and sorority of us that write and communicate about pets. And there's lots of love and respect that we have for each other. I, I know I do for you. And, and, and thank you for your warm introduction, Arden. You know, this book, we set off from the start to have the secret surprises and solutions, the things that were really going to help people. And, you know, another example, there are things right now in your listeners' homes that is the number one reason people have to call animal poison control. They're right out in the open, right on a kitchen counter, right Uh on a bedroom counter, right on a bathroom counter, right now. The number one reason people call animal poison control, and that is human prescriptions. And either people give human prescriptions intentionally to a pet, like I talked about Lomodal earlier, to that, the dog that had the multi-drug sensitivity, the, the herding dog that could kill it. Or these pets are inquisitive, and they, they crack that thing open and consume those pills. Or you drop a pill, and the pet consumes it. And that's one of the things we have in there, the, you know, the command that every dog needs to know, the life-saving command, and that is leave it. Whether mm-hmm. it's a prescription pill you drop on the floor or it's, they're out there and there's something they come across that's uh, disgusting to you and potentially harmful but looks pretty delectable to them. And the second most common, cause so, so the, the point is there, make sure human prescriptions are up in a cabinet or in a drawer that is inaccessible to a pet. Now, number two, the second most common reason people call animal poison control is in a lot of people's purses right now, or it might be in the car sitting in the open. And it mm-hmm. is something that humans consume with no problem, but it is something that is deadly dangerous to pets, and that is sugar-free gum that is sweetened with xylitol. 
it's amazing, but one single stick can literally take down a 30 to 40 pound dog into liver failure because of this precipitous drop in, in blood sugar. And those are the kind of things. And another thing I think that's really important in there is part of it about prevention. There's a great home health checklist in there. And sometimes those of us that are around dogs every day, things become the new normal and their skin is getting drier or there's more mucus in the stool or there's a little discharge from the eye and it just becomes like that's the new normal. And we have a home health checklist in there that each month you go through, maybe when you give your parasite control is a good time or if you want to you know, put a little note in your iPhone or one of your management, time management systems to trigger it every, every month at the start of the month or the middle of the month, whatever it is, you just go through this home health checklist. There's 25 questions in there. And if you answer no to any of those things, if there's a change, you know it's time to at least call your veterinarian and find out if it's something that you should be concerned about. You know, you're giving people the right information to be able to take action. And I think you touched on something really important here. You said the new normal. It's like years ago when we'd say, oh, the dog's just getting old. That's why we excuse them for looking like hairy ottomans or whatever. But I think having this monthly checklist, this preventative in the book, Your Dog, and going on tour like you're doing with Gina for the Healthy Pets Visit Vets, you know what? I think there's going to be a lot of people going more in for wellness for their pets. They're going to still have a strong connection with their veterinarian, but these are going to be hopefully more wellness-oriented visits. Do you want some good gossip? I'll give you yeah, some Yeah, I love good gossip. Yeah, this is gossip. Shh, don't tell anybody else. Don't tell Dr. Oz <laughs> I said this. I was taping two Dr. Oz segments uh, last week in New York. And, you know, you tape it, it's, it's live in front of a studio audience. So when you see it, it seems like it's live, but it's live to tape. But on there, Dr. Oz, America's doctor, and my friend of about five years, and, and this guy, my, my wife went out and I got to meet Dr. Oz a few months ago, and she, I think she about swooned. She even told me she did. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, is he's even more handsome in person. Oh, my God, he's so handsome. And he's trim, he's handsome. He's not only uh, you know, in cardiovascular medicine at Columbia University and has his own TV show and a best-selling author, but he also used to play on the Harvard football team, which, uh, and he was a co-captain, which nobody knows. But he, he is a real pet lover. So he has a lab named Rosie, has a, has a Siberian cat, he has bunnies, he has turtles, has all sorts of things. But Rosie, I called it the Black Flabador Retriever one time on air, so now he calls his own dog the Black Flabador Retriever, and so he's working to get it, you know, where, <laughs> where it has a nice trim waist like he has. Uh-huh. But we did a segment on, and, and we covered this in Your Dog, the Owner's Manual, about the importance of dental care. That's one of two mm-hmm. things that you can do, is if you have good oral health in a pet, they're going to live about 15% longer or an average of two years. And we wow. talk about a good, better, best program. So, so good is using a dental rinse that you just put in the water. It's tasteless. All pets have to drink. You know, you put a teaspoon in a quart of water and that's going to dramatically decrease the plaque and tartar. Better than that is to take advantage of a dog's natural tendency to chew. And that's where you use uh, the dental diets are like edible toothbrushes. You use greenies. You use the enzyme impregnated rawhide chews. And best is brushing. So now back to the gossip. Dr. Oz admitted to me and then admitted on air he had never looked in his dog's mouth. Wow. And, and this dog, this dog is, a, is a, a, getting up to a middle-aged dog. had never even looked in there. had never looked at his teeth. And that's the problem when you either you're not doing daily oral care or you, you know, you're not taking your pet in regularly to the veterinarian. And, and in this case, the dog has received regular veterinary care, but somebody else had taken the dog in and never, never realized that, you know, Dogs have teeth, too, and they're not just for chewing. That, that's their front hands. That's how they pick things up. That's, 
those lower canine teeth, that's what holds that tongue in place when they pan up to 300 times per minute so they can dispense uh, heat. And one of the things that we, we were talking about on air, you know, a human gets a cold sore in their mouth, and they're telling everybody, oh, my God, this is killing me. And it's about the size of a pencil eraser on the end of it. How would you like to be a dog and have your mouth on fire like somebody had taken a blowtorch to your gums and they're red and they're raw? And what happens is those infected teeth and gums, it pumps bacteria into the bloodstream. It weakens the immune system. It wears down the internal organs. It can affect the heart. And it, it, it's extremely painful, extremely uncomfortable, and really puts your pet's overall health at risk. And and by you know using some of the strategies we talk about in the book about daily oral care, you can dramatically decrease the amount of times between professional cleanings, and and that means that you're going to have to go to the veterinarian less, and and you, and uh, that's going to save you money. No, I think these are great great tips, and you know it's all like a domino effect by practicing preventative care at home and working closely with your veterinarian. You're telling us we can have our pet live longer and have lower vet bills. That seems to me like a pretty good win win proposal. You know what's funny, too? I used to end the show by saying there's only one greatest pet in the world, and every family has that pet. I'm Dr. Martin <laughs> You know what, Arden? I know how much you love your dogs, and you know how much, you know, listen to my wife. I love my, I love my dog, Martin. I love my family. <laughs> you know, and, yep. and then Mackenzie out there, you know, it's funny when Mackenzie, again, you're going to see a dog There's only 500 dogs born in the United States of this breed. It, it is so happy. It, it, you, you know, you give it a kind word, a little slap on the ass, and it's like, oh, you McKenzie, you're just a good girl. You're just a good girl. And, <laughs> and then you look over there and you see Gina smiling so wide she could eat a banana sideways, you know. This yeah. is her kid. And McKenzie's, uh, you know, Gina is McKenzie's mom. And we all have this incredible love affair with our pets. And, and now we know they're not just, you know, make us feel good, but they're actually good for us. They're literally a life support system, cleverly disguised as, as a, a four-legged family member or child. And I, I think it's, uh, and I don't know where the ratio is, it might be two-thirds uh, keep this pet happier and healthier, and, and maybe one-third just celebration. But, you know, what we want to do is we want them to live as happy, healthy, full of life as possible. We want to prevent problems when we can. We want to catch things in their earliest phase. That's the one thing about you know using a home health checklist or regular veterinary exams is, you know, they have the experience and training to sniff out these problems in the earliest phase, and that's when it's always less expensive to treat. You get a better result, and that that relationship. Matter of fact, we even tell you in the book how to become a veterinarian's favorite client because I, I can go. tell you when you look at the appointment book, we see people on there. We go, oh. My gosh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. In one hour, I get to see Arden Moore with her dog. <laughs> I got to tell you that I do bring all four of my pets in when there's one pet for a visit. And I call it, I have two dogs and two cats, Chipper, Cleo, Murphy, and Ziki. And my vet always knows when he opens that door in the exam room, they'll be all there. And I call it vet roulette because the pets never know which one's going to be poked and prodded by Dr. <laughs> Stewart. <laughs> oh, I love that. Awesome. Yeah, they're all used to it, and they're, they're all like, we're in this together, we're a family, and so, you know, I think you do want people to learn how to become your vet's favorite clients, so give us a tip on that. Well, some of them are obvious and some aren't. One of the things is you're, you're on time for your appointment, and, and you, you truly listen, it's truly a partnership with your veterinarian, so when they make a recommendation, you know, you trust their recommendations and you act upon it, and, and it, does, it doesn't mean that your budget can't be a concern, because for most people now their budget is a concern. 
And it doesn't mean you can't have that dialogue of saying, you know, this is the conditions. I'm strapped right now. And so you work with your veteran, you can prioritize and see what you can postpone to a later visit that will cause the least, you know, pain or risk to Chipper, Cleo, or Murphy. You also, you know, are uh, there's a part of a harmony, so part of a team harmony. So you don't come in and you know in in a bad mood. So you're in a and, and I shouldn't say you really match the mood that's appropriate for the circumstance. You know, we don't expect you to be uh, you know uh, clicking the heels together when it's you, you fear your pet's in the last chapter of its life. You refer other people to the veterinarian that right. you you become really a, an outside sales force for them. That uh, and you know if they just I always tell tell clients listen if you're just not satisfied but delighted with the job this team does we would really appreciate if you would tell other people about it and those kind of people do. And one of the things that you do is you never bring cookies in during the holidays. And okay. but what you do is you do bring cookies in at other times of the year. Because if you bring you're them talking about the holidays, uh, cookies for the two-leggers at the clinic, right? Exactly right. If yeah. you bring them in during the holidays, not that there's anything inherently wrong with that, but you know what? It's it's one of 20 things of cookies they get. But if you if let's right. say it's uh, now it's uh, May and you just think you know what I'm going to get some nice chocolate chip cookies or oatmeal or peanut butter cookies and or some cupcakes and I'm going to take it down to that and it arrives still warm. I guarantee you one thing. That will ricochet around there at <laughs> a hospital, and they're like, "Oh my God, that was so nice!" And that little memory bank, best client, best client, best client. That's right. Well, we're speaking with Dr. Marty Becker, and you've got to go to drmartybecker.com. It's drmartybecker.com to find all the details on the Big Bus Tour. The theme is Healthy Pets Visit Vets. And he, Gina Spadafori, and her cool flat-coated retriever, Mackenzie, are journeying to 30 cities between now and June 7th. I'm talking New Orleans, Tampa, Atlanta, Philly, Kansas City, Boise, this San Diego. Woohoo! I'm going to see you maybe there on June 2nd. I got it all written down there, Dr. Marty. This is an amazing bus tour. If it isn't near you, you can go on the tour virtually because you can find out what's going on. They've got videos. There's live stream, Flickr, YouTube, everything. This is a major, major campaign. Marty Becker, Gina Spadafori, and McKenzie together, you guys are really going to make a difference. I feel the tide a-turning, the tails a-wagging. You know, I can't wait till you do your cat tour. That would be fun. Well, you know what I have to say? It's funny. We talk in there about how to create, uh, in your dog, Jonas, about how to create a more fear-free veterinary visit, which right. is something else I feel strongly about. I heard a, a speaker one time, a veterinary behaviorist, Karen Overall, talking mm-hmm. about fear was the worst thing that a social species could feel. And then in my mind, I just felt this, I, I just, like this thunderclap, I saw 500 pounds of, of humans holding down a seven-pound cat in a veterinary hospital, which we do sometimes. And I thought, you know, these cats are not, it's not a mean cat. This cat is absolutely fearing for its life. It thinks it's going to die. Or these dogs that come in and you see, you literally see their heart pounding in their chest. You see their panting, their salivation, their yawning, all these signs of fear and anxiety. And there's lots of strategies we have in there on how you can have a more fear-free veterinary visit, which is, you know, when you're taking your pets in, I love your vet roulette idea. That's an, an awesome way of coming in and, you know, three of the four pets are just going to get love and treats and when one of <laughs> yeah. them, his day is due, right? Right, right. A, a perfect, a perfect uh, example of, of, a, of a strategy to help produce a better, a better result there. But pheromones, you know, dog appeasing pheromone is that thing mm-hmm. that a, a, the bitch, the mother secretes in her nipples at three days of age 
that those puppies just line up there and just are just a suckling away, all lined up in a beautiful little row there. It's what calms them. And amazingly, that pheromone, that dog appeasing pheromone, works on dogs clear to their geriatric phase and clear to the end. And you can use that for anxious pets that are that have thunderstorm phobias or anxieties going to the veterinarian or different things to really calm them and and that's one of the things by the way you know thunderstorm season in a lot of the parts of the country is kicking up and right. in, a, in a few days we're going to be in uh, the Tampa Sarasota area which I've heard is like the thunderstorm capital of the world and for one out of three dogs this is another secret surprise and solution from your dog the owner's manual for one out of three dogs if there's thunderstorms in the forecast you just wipe their coat down lightly with an unscented fabric softener sheet and they won't have a thunderstorm phobia and wow. it's because what happens with these thunderstorms there's a buildup of static electricity in their coat and that's mm-hmm. why dogs with that never are on carpeting or the couch or the bed they, they try to get in the bathroom on tile get in the bathtub, go down in the basement, try to get in a car that has rubber tires as they're trying to ground themselves. And one out of three, that's all it takes and no thunderstorm phobias. And for those that it doesn't work, ask your veterinarian for a prescription of generic Xanax. It's really cheap. It's really safe. And whether it's a thunderstorm or it's a 4th of July fireworks or hunting season or snow sliding out the roof in parts of the country, any kind of noise phobias, it's like kumbaya in a pill. I mean, they just, yeah. <laughs> the, the only side effect is an increased appetite, but it's like thunder's clapping, the lights are flashing, <clears throat> the lightning's are flashing, there's pounding of rain on the roof, or there's bottle rockets going off, or M80s, or it, all sorts of stuff in the neighborhood. It's like, big deal, big deal. Life is great. And all it takes is a little generic Xanax from your veterinarian. Wow, this is great. Dr. Marty Becker, thank you very much. I have to tell everybody, you were the very first guest on my very first show a few years back, and I am so delighted that you could be back on the show again. This is, I think, visit number three, if I'm doing my math right. Well, Arden, I have a a real love for you. I mean, professionally, I'm a great admirer of your work. I've enjoyed working with you closely on, on projects in the past, and, and uh, I'm definitely going to steal Vet Roulette. I love that. And we're on a mission from dog. I mean, you right, coined everybody. the official slogan. Arden. Yes, mission from dog. I think that's perfect for you. You, you have coined it, and that is the official slogan now for the tour. Thank you, Arden. <laughs> it's my honor because I know what you're doing, and Gina is just amazing. Everybody, dash over to drmartybecker.com. Check out the site. There's going to be videos. There's lots of PDFs you can download. you got to get your paws on the book, Your Dog, The Owner's Manual. As he has been relating on the show, there's a lot of surprising secrets to bringing out the best in your dog. And uh, I'm just glad you're there. Drive safe. I know you're not driving the bus, but enjoy this country, you and Gina and Mackenzie. It is quite a memory-making voyage you're about to embark on. You know I had to get that embarking again. <laughs> it seems impossible that I'm in Houston doing events, and I'm going to be in, uh, in New Orleans tonight in the French Quarter. I'm not quite sure... Uh, uh, you know, you look at the old uh, GPS or you Google how many miles it is, and it's a long ways. But uh, again, I, I'm just filled with the passion to help pet people and, and really showcase the best of my profession. And I really appreciate you having me on the show, Art. Thank you. We're glad. We're wishing you great journey, safe journey, and uh, you are truly America's veterinarian. 
At this time, I also want to thank my cool producer, Mark Winter. He's also a pet lover. He's probably been taking notes behind the scenes. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. So he makes this show happen each and every week. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand. This is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.